All right, we welcome you back inside Compton Family Ice Arena. Notre Dame leads Merrimack 4-2 to two at the end of two. Time for our Merrimack grad school second in the mission. John Leahy with you. Very happy to be uh, joined by Merrimack alum Joe Cucci. And Joe, first of all, it's great seeing you. Uh, what have you been up to these days? I know you and I talk a little bit. You're not uh, playing hockey right now, but uh, what are you up to these days? No, after I got hurt, uh, I got fortunate and uh, I was lucky enough to get a job in uh, Teamsters Union working on the TV shows for NBC, Chicago Fire and Med and Chicago PD and transportation, you know, with the pitcher cars and uh, driving those, and it's a lot of fun, a little experience, and definitely a good opportunity after uh, after I got hurt and my hockey career came to an end. Well, Joe, have you had a chance to uh, stay in touch with the Merrimack program? Uh, how closely do you follow it now that you're not playing it anymore? You know, I follow it all the time. Uh, you look at, look at the box score and you uh, follow the game as much as you possibly can on the weekends, you know, Friday night, Saturday night, try to follow along on the radio or at least online, or, or at the very least check the box score hockey east online after the games and uh, definitely something to be proud of and try to follow the team as much as possible. Well, let me get your thoughts on this particular game. Uh, four to two Notre Dame after two. I thought Merrimack played one heck of a first period. Notre Dame gets a couple of breakaway goals here, but Merrimack continues to fight. They get that late goal by Colquist and they're a good third period team. Yeah, I think the score is not really a good indication of uh, how the game's been going. You know, they came out the beginning of the game and you know I remember coach always saying the first five minutes and the last five minutes of a road game are the most important and we gave up a goal kind of early on right there but the guys fought back and battled back in the game and got a good goal to tie it up and then uh, you know we got 23 shots in two periods so pretty good uh, pretty good pace that they're going over 30 shots for the game and they just got to keep working hard and playing hard and uh, good things will happen Joe as you look back on your Merrimack career I'm sure there were plenty of highlights to think about but is there one memory uh, that comes to your mind that uh, sticks out more than any other? Yeah, for me, you know, there's quite a few. I would say uh, definitely playing in the NCAA tournament, which being back here at Notre Dame and looking at that banner over there, them going to the semifinals and the Frozen Four definitely stings a little bit, but uh, we had a really good year in my senior year. We got to play in the Garden and play in the Hockey's Championship, and we were only eight minutes, five minutes away from the Hockey's Championship. You know, we were there with BC in a tie game there late in the third period, and unfortunately for us, bounces didn't go our way, and we wound up the Hockey's runner-up that year. But that was definitely a highlight, and on a personal accolade, I would definitely say uh, scoring that goal my junior year at BU, give Merrimack his first uh, Hockey's playoff win in a while, and that was definitely a highlight for me. Well, you know, I, I talked about that a little bit at the end of the period. Uh, I know that that was, that was a game that I think will live in a lot in a lot of people's uh, memories. Uh, that goal uh, tied up that series with BU 1-1, Joe. Unfortunately, uh, the Terriers went on to win it. But what was it like after you scored the goal? What was what was the emotion like? You know, it was great. I, I look back at some of the things now, and I still remember uh, Dan Glenhoffen's face, Coach Dan, he's just facing their expressions. You know, it was definitely uh, a great feeling. You know, there's a lot of a lot of excitement in the locker room. And more importantly, we had a lot of seniors that year who got to play another game. And, you know, we, again, we were a game away from going to the, going to the Garden for the hockey semifinal, so it definitely meant a lot and something I'll always remember. Well, Mark Dennehy in his 11th year as head coach here, Joe, uh, you played for him quite a bit. Uh, talk about your, your feelings for him as a coach and, and what kind of a coach was he? You know, more than just a coach, he's just a great man. Uh, you know, he looked out for all his players more than a lot of coaches do. He was just there for us, both on and off the ice. He was definitely just more, more than a coach. He was definitely a role model, somebody you can always go to. You know, for all, all of us guys that aren't from Boston or from the area, you know, he had us over at his house and his family definitely took us in and made us feel, feel at home and definitely went a long way. So I owe a lot, a lot to him and I'm very grateful for the opportunity to 
Chicago area. Did you circle these games on your calendar? Uh, you know, as as to come out here. Yeah, I've been I've been itching to get to a game. I want to get out to Lawler and see a game game at home and uh, see the new arena with the renovations. Unfortunately, with work and just the daily life grind, it's hard to get out there. So this is definitely something at the beginning of the year. I saw that they're here in January, and it was something that I was able to get up here for the weekend or at least just tonight. All right, Joe, uh, what do you think Merrimack has to do here in this third period? They've been a terrific third period team all year. Uh, what are the keys for Merrimack here in this third period? I think they just got to keep playing hard. You know, they're getting a lot of shot, shots on the net, some bad bounces. Like, just in the second period, they had some open looks, and it, uh, plus they guys in the skate and uh, open nets and stuff like that. So they just got to keep playing hard and get the puck down deep and grind and wear them out. And, and lastly, uh, Joe, do you ever have the opportunity to keep in touch with former classmates? And if so, who have you kept in touch with? I do, I do. Um, it's, it's been pretty nice. Like I said, we had a really good group, especially the last couple of years that we were there. You know, there were a lot of, a lot of upperclassmen that were junior and seniors, so uh, it was pretty nice. Matt Blue-Collis is uh, in the area in Chicago, so I see him quite a bit in Chicago and area. Um, I live with Chris Barton my senior year, so uh, we were able to stay pretty close and in touch. Um, a lot more uh, right when you graduate, you kind of drift apart a little bit, but um, yeah, we get to keep in touch and, and follow some things on Facebook and see. It's fun to see you guys everyday life now away from hockey. Well, the next time you see Chris Barton, you can let him know that he was the last Merrimack player to score a three-on-five goal. I will. I'll let him know that. I'm sure, I'm sure he doesn't know that, but that's some good information for him. All right, Joe, it was great seeing you, great seeing your father as well. We'd love to have you back at Merrimack. Thanks for taking a few minutes to be with us. And, again, you know, we love having alums come on, and uh, thanks so much for your time. Thanks, John. I really appreciate it. We, uh, I know all of us look at everything you and Mike and uh, everybody does for the program, and it's uh, definitely something that we appreciate. All right, that's Joe Cucci, Merrimack alum, hockey alum. We're going to take a break. We'll come back and recap the second period for you in a moment. With the score, Notre Dame 4, Merrimack 2. You're listening to Merrimack Warrior Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Broadcast Network.